0: Hello, and welcome to the Coconut Grove Podcast. I'm Katie, and this week, I'm going to teach you how you can start dating yourself, and I'll share why that's important. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hello, it's me, Katie again. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited you're here this is going to be another solo episode with me, and I'm going to be talking about dating yourself and what that means and why it's important. And I'll share a little bit of my experience. It's going to be a fun one. I think it's good. And I think how fitting for this episode to be a solo episode. So yeah, let's have fun with this one. Um, wherever you are, whenever you are, Uh, get comfortable and maybe get something out to write on because I am going to be giving you something to take away slash homework. We give homework sometimes on this podcast, although Ashley and I were discussing uh, a few days ago that we don't really want to label ourselves as an educational podcast because, well, we're not really educators, but we do like to share stuff. We just like to share what we know. Um, And we're always open to unlearning and learning new ideas and thoughts. Um, So if you walk away from this episode and you're like, oh, dang, I wish you would have touched on this other aspect of it, um, let us know because we would love to always revisit episodes or revisit conversations on social media. Um, Yeah. But without further ado, let's get into the intro segment of this podcast, and this is where I just kind of like get to talk to you about what I do and what I'm doing. So the first thing that we do is the stories and fun updates. Um, I, am I over explaining this? Here's the thing with with having a new podcast, sometimes I feel the obligation to pop in a reminder of what these like intros are because I don't know how many people are n- listening that are new. Maybe I should have this information handy, but... Um, If it gets annoying that I do this too often, um, maybe send it to more friends (laughs) so they can hear it for the first time so you feel like you did something good. Anyways, uh, back to my explanation. The stories and fun updates. um, It's pretty self-explanatory. So what did I do, you ask? Um, I got a haircut, which isn't like crazy, but my hair was really long and I got a lot chopped off and it feels great. But that's not the only like hair update that I have, but that's not part of the stories and fun updates part yet. That's coming later. So the stories and fun updates is I got my hair chopped off. Uh, I posted a photo on Instagram. It's my second post back on Instagram. I'm feeling like, like in a really good place with social media. Maybe this could be a fun update. This could be the fun update. I'm feeling in a good place with social media that I feel like I kind of like don't care, at least right now with Instagram, I don't care like what the outcome is. So I'm trying to lean into that feeling and you know what? I'm achieving that feeling or I achieved that feeling or I'm continually chasing that feeling um, through some of the suggestions I'm giving you in this episode by dating myself. And I actually talked about that in my last Instagram post. Boom, boom. Segway to Segway. We connected the dots on that topic or whatever anyways next thing is sunshine medicine and for the newbies here the sunshine medicine is the thing that like was like the hopeful beam of light in the week the thing that was just like yeah radiating good energy that just like brought you good vibes Um, My sunshine medicine is the same thing as my story. It's my haircut. It feels so good to have like all that hair chopped off. My hair just feels so light. It blow dries so much faster. I love it. So that's my sunshine medicine. Um, The next bit is what I'm looking forward to. Pretty Um, (laughs) self-explanatory. I'm doing something else to my hair. I'm not done. As I said just a couple minutes ago, I'm not done with my hair. Um, but I don't want to tell you what I'm doing because I'm not a hundred percent sure that I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm like 90% sure. So there's like a 10% chance that I change my mind or I do something different than what I tell you. Um, and this episode is going to be coming out like right before I actually do it. So to be determined, but I'm excited. I'm looking forward to my next hair appointment. It's going to be really exciting. Um, I've been wanting to do something really crazy and different with my hair for a long time. Not that I'm doing anything like actually crazy. I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not like going blue or something where it's like totally out of left field, but um, it is going to be a big hair transformation. I'm excited. Okay. And then the last segment of this opening bit is what's hot. And this is where I give you all of the latest, uh, I don't know tea maybe it's not even tea I just give you the latest what's what that I think is hot anyways I don't know it's also kind of self-explanatory maybe I shouldn't explain these too much (laughs) so what's hot you ask um alert alert a new olipop flavor uh non-sponsored I'm just a big fan of olipop and I have been for a very long time they just came out with a new flavor it is cherry cola Mm, it's good it's so good. It's hot. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing on my list, it it comes with a story. I got to tell a quick story. Um, so the other day I went to get a coffee because I was like, okay, I don't really want to go get Starbucks because it's expensive and it's like too sweet. And like, I just kind of want like, like a good chai from a local coffee shop. So I go to this local coffee shop and I order their chai. And I sub oat milk instead of whole milk uh, because I can't do the dairy. And usually almond milk doesn't taste good warm. So I got a warm, like it was like 12 ounces, like a medium uh, most places. Uh, But that was like their regular size, I guess. And I added one espresso shot. I specified I just wanted one. Um, It was 850. That was before tip. $8.50. And then I saw this TikTok today that was like, oh, Starbucks is getting so outrageous. I spent $7 on my Starbucks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, if I'm spending $7 on my Starbucks drink, at least it's a large, at least it's 20 ounces. This was 12 ounces and it was $8.50 from a local coffee shop. I'm like, guys, I love you, but how am I supposed to do that? No, I I couldn't justify. It. I I felt ridiculous. And that was before tip, so I tipped on top of that, and then I was like, I'm never coming back here ever again. A chai is like not even the most expensive drink to make. Oh, I was frustrated. So what's hot out of that whole rant? i making beverages at home. We are going back to just being an at-home coffee shop in my house. I've got everything again Uh, because I just can't go out for coffee. It's so crazy, even just a chai. So make some chais at home. The one that I love, ooh, actually, I don't even remember the name of it. I can't tell you, I'm sorry. It's at Whole Foods and it's not the Oregon chai and it's not the Tazo chai. Oh, I know what it is. Okay, the best chai... Concentrate to buy is by Rishi R I S H I. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um it's incredible. It is hands down the best chai I've ever had from a little box. So get that one if you make it at home if you like a chai. Um otherwise, I don't know. If you have coffee questions, hit me up. This isn't a coffee episode. But anyways, that's hot. Okay. Um let's dive into the topic. Before we dive into the topic, let's review my goals for the episode. So my goals are to talk about the importance of dating yourself. I kind of want to like cover why it's like why I make this an episode. Basically, uh, I want to share ways that you can start to date yourself this week, I'll give you some homework. And then I'm also going to discuss what it means to make a relationship for yourself. So beyond just planning a dinner date, like what does it actually mean to make a relationship? So that's the episode goals. Let's do the episode, let's go. All right, all right, welcome back. We are going to be talking about creating a relationship with yourself for the first part of this topic. So I wrote down a bunch of questions when I was going through this topic and what I wanted to answer to kind of like help you out of like where to start basically and like why you should care. So a little backstory where did this topic come from? Well, um, first of all, I've been trying to create this habit for myself. Um, as you can probably tell, usually, the episodes that I cover on my solo episodes are timely to my life or th- observations that I've had. Um, so I've been trying to make it a more regular occurrence to go do things by myself outside that like, yeah, are just like meaningful time to myself to enjoy things that I like to do and I realize that not a lot of people do this or at least like make it like a regular like disciplined habit or at least it doesn't occur to a lot of people either so that's kind of why I wanted to share this and I've been basically <laughs> I've been dating myself for a few years now no but I've I've been making it a habit or at least I've made it a conscious effort for for a while i probably couldn't give you a number at least five years it's been a while that i've been aware and conscious of this habit at least to do i might not always be great at doing it um this advice is also for myself so that's the kind of like backstory of where this came from so starting off with my first question uh what does it mean to make a relationship with yourself and what does it actually involve so basically it's going to require you to love yourself like a true loved one like like a friend or a sibling a parent significant other somebody that you love unconditionally and that could you know fuck up somewhere or um do something or say something and you have the love in your heart to be able to be honest with them. Um, uh, it's, it's kind of like getting to know your likes and your dislikes, your loves and your hates, like starting a new relationship, really getting to know, uh, or getting to be open about your difficult past. Uh, if you have a difficult past or anything that you really went through, um, It's that kind of thing that requires that brutal honesty and it requires you to kind of see past the shit that doesn't matter. And then just like boil yourself down to like a soul, uh, and love that soul unconditionally. So that's kind of the first aspect of it. Um, so it, in that it's going to require some consistent alone time, um, it, whether you schedule it or whether you wake up an hour earlier and make that time for yourself or you always schedule a lunch date like whatever it is make it consistent and do it frequently it's probably going to require you to dedicate time to the things that you love instead of making excuses you're probably going to become more strict about negative self-talk and it's going to require you to just honestly be open to yourself and true and honest as much as you can with yourself so that's kind of what it what it involves um but i was curious like okay besides my own personal experience and maybe the experience of people that i've seen or heard about does science say anything about like dating yourself or having a relationship with yourself um and what I found kind of came down to solitude or like seeking that alone time more than the actual activity. So the the action of like seeking solitude could be really beneficial, but it also can be really dangerous. So it's kind of about finding mm. that perfect middle ground. And everybody has their own perfect middle ground. Not everybody's is going to look or feel the same for how much time they spend with themselves or what they do with that time. So research shows that getting that right amount of time, alone time for yourself, can improve your mood, your outlook on life, your sense of self, and it can motivate you to just chase after your biggest dreams. Uh, Some research also suggests that alone time can boost creativity. One therapist argues that alone time can help you tap into your intuition. So if you're feeling like that's a little shaky, if you don't trust your heart, um, alone time can really help with that. Um, And and then she has this to say, We are less concerned about others' viewpoints or potential criticisms that often prohibit our creative license. This allows for more freedom and out-of-the-box thinking that creativity thrives on. So get your alone time and possibly that's all you really needed to get those gears moving. Maybe you're listening to other people's opinions too much, or you're not even giving yourself time to be creative because it's always busy or going or looking at something. I know that's my issue. (laughs) Um, I also wanted to know what are the most important aspects of dating yourself? So that basically came down to being present because if you're going on dates all the time, but you're spending the entire time on your phone or you're you're up in the clouds and not in a conscious way, you're gonna kind of lose that time. It's the same for most relationships that you have. If you're out on a date with somebody that you really care about, or you're out with your friends or your family and you really care about them, and it's you know important time to share together. More than likely, you're not going to be like zoning out or on your phone. So give yourself that same respect and give yourself that time. Um, another important aspect of it is, I mean, I've said this already, but being honest, but also being yourself. And the thought process behind that is like, when you're on a first date, there's always something in the back of your mind that tries to like filter out the parts of you that you feel are like not appropriate to share right in the moment. Um and some people filter more and some people filter less. Um but it's about being able to express yourself truly and honestly because otherwise you're going to keep hiding your likes and your dislikes from yourself and then how are you going to be able to know what to do basically. So um, that kind of leads me into this next point. The time that you spend with yourself needs to be spent on things that you actually like slash that are good for you. And when I say good for you, I can mean mind, body, or spirit. It doesn't have to be good for you in one particular way. You don't have to stick to one particular avenue of uh dates or time with yourself. um I think. It's, it's going to be important for you to explore new things as you're getting to know yourself, because I mean, it, you're going to, first of all, you're going to want to know more about what you do and don't like in life. And the more that you do things and the more that you can get specific about it, the more clarity you have, it just, it, it answers so many other questions around your life that you didn't really know you had until you do it yourself. So it could be like art, like painting, and you might absolutely hate it, but you tried it and you tried it for yourself and not for somebody else. And it could be calligraphy and that turns out to be your thing. Like you're not going to know until you explore. And this isn't to turn it into some new income or hobby or anything. It's it's solely time to just explore life and do what's good for you. Um, It could be a hike. It could be a buffet. Like you make that decision, but it needs to be beneficial in some way. And the next question that I wrote is, is it for everyone? And then side question, should it be? So as I've said, it's kind of about finding that perfect amount. So this is going to be where the brutal honesty takes place. You're gonna need to ask yourself how much time you're spending alone and how much time you need to be spending, or I guess how you should be shifting that time. If you're spending a lot of time alone already, is that conscious present time or is that time that you're kind of getting lost in the internet or in your thoughts or you know whatever? And if you are spending a lot of time alone and it isn't conscious time, then what you need to do is shift that time around and start making yourself a priority. Um, And then on the opposite, if you're never alone, then you're going to need to carve out probably a lot more time. And it's going to probably be a lot more effort because if you're not spending enough time alone, there might be some resistance to that. So that might be one of the first things that you visit in this kind of getting to know yourself phase of dating and building that relationship with yourself. Um, I also wanna say that it's all about your approach because you can be just as toxic with yourself as you can with any other relationship or any other person. So how you approach yourself, how you create that relationship with yourself, the health is just as important as any other relationship. So you have to look at it like that. All right, moving into this next part, I want to help you by answering probably some of the questions that you're going to have if you've never dated yourself or you're trying to get comfortable with it and you're just not there yet. Um, So I'm going to help you out and walk you through as much as I can step by step. So step one, how do you start? So the first thing I recommend is getting a journal or notebook, diary, whatever, to write your thoughts in. So you're gonna do a daily gratitude practice because it's gonna be good for you to shift your mindset, first of all. You're going to use it to reflect on traumas or triggers or feelings as you're having moments throughout the week. Um, just a place for you to be able to reflect. It's, it's, this is going to be the way that you stay in touch with yourself like the way you communicate with yourself, your hopes, your dreams, your bad days, funny moments, like share it all. And that's when you can A, reference all of the moments that you've had. It's, I mean, you can use it literally like a diary, Um, but it's going to be kind of like a way for you to explore who you are and what you do and don't like. Um, And even more beyond that, start to get to know who you were at like five and 10, 18, 22, whatever it is, like pick the ages that are significant to you in your life and start to think about who that person was and what they liked and what they didn't like. Uh, I think you'd be surprised how much they overlap with who you are now. Um, okay, next, you're going to make a list of things that you love to do. I don't care if it's, I only love to do this when I'm with people, no, I don't care. Anything that you love to do, make a huge list of it. Um, it could be going to the movies, getting brunch, going to the bookstore, going to Disneyland, like whatever it is, write it down, okay? Um, and then what you're going to do is once you've written a big enough list, go through them and pick one thing and put it on the calendar for this week. That's the homework and that's your date. <laughs> So find something that you like to do and it, it can be really low effort if you need it to be like, don't make this really hard on yourself. If it gives you dread to think about planning a date for yourself to go out to dinner, like don't do that. Start small and easy. Just start with a coffee shop date and then just make that time present and be there for yourself. Make it easy. I also want to stress that this alone time is important. So make sure you really do go alone and resist the urge to text your way through it or or otherwise ignore yourself basically. The first time that you start going on solo dates, it might feel kind of awkward. So you're going to probably feel even more uncomfortable putting your phone away and not having something to lean on. Um, but try and resist the urge and, and just let the thing that you're there for take you out of the awkwardness. If it's a movie you're dying to see, let the excitement of the movie take away that feeling of the discomfort or the awkwardness. It's like most first dates, um, especially if you're really looking forward to it. Let that excitement boost you and boost your mood instead of letting the nervousness kind of take over and take you out of the moment. So you might be wondering how you go places alone, especially safe, if you are somebody who is, you know, concerned about your safety going places alone. Um, So I definitely want to visit that. Uh, First of all, definitely go somewhere safe, public, and familiar during hours you're comfortable with. Your safety is the most important thing. So don't compromise that for anything. And you can always let people know where you are at all times. You can share your location with a trusted friend. um, If you are going somewhere that you're just a little bit further out of distance than you would like to be, but you don't feel like you're going to be in any sense of danger or whatnot, like a bookstore that's a mile away further, whatever it is. Um, but go with your gut and go with what you're comfortable with, obviously. Um, and if you are not comfortable going places alone, um, then you can figure out all of all of the ways that you can get to know yourself and date yourself at home. It's all about making that conscious effort. So yeah, going back to the going alone, you might also kind of dread it just for the awkwardness of it. Um, but just let me tell you, it's normal. You will get over it. Um... It's just kind of part of the process of the awkwardness of something new, right? That's all it is. It's just something new. You're not used to it. Um, But it will pass and you will really enjoy that time and honestly look forward to it the more that you do it. Did you know one woman or a person who bleeds will go through 150 kilograms or 330 pounds of tampons, pads, and applicators in their lifetime? No, I did not. And did you know 90% of them are plastic? Ew, that's really gross, I feel like there should be a better period product on the market by now. Well, there is. Meet Dame. Dame is on a mission to make periods positive and sustainable, accessible and acceptable. Their award-winning effective period care is free from toxins and single-use plastic. In 2018, they launched with their reusable tampon applicator in an effort to reduce plastic waste. In 2020, they dropped reusable pads, which quickly sold out during their first release. And there's now a waitlist for new products dropping soon. That's awesome. And right now, Dame is offering our listeners a generous twenty-five percent off your first order. Whether you're in the market for a sustainable period product or you're in need of a clean and consistent tampon brand, Dame has what you need. Now shipping to the U.S. in over two hundred countries. Dame is confident you'll love your new products. They even have a sixty-day refund policy. Try Dame today at wearedame.co and use code Coconut twenty-five. That's wearedame.co and use code COCOANUT25 at checkout. Now back to the episode. As far as deciding what exactly to do um, beyond the first time. So if you're going through the very first time, just choose the one that you're most excited to do. That way you actually do it. Um, But going forward, how do you look forward to it most often? Like how do you switch it up and keep it fun? Um, So the biggest tip is to try a lot of things and you're going to be trying things that are totally out of your comfort zone, things that you've never tried and never done before, just because they kind of sound exciting. It can just be a one and done kind of date. Like you can just do one, you know, pole dancing class, hate it and move on or love it, but never have time to do it. Like you make those rules, but you need to try a lot of things and, and just, revisit the list often as well. When you come up with new ideas of things to try, add it to the list and keep revisiting the list. Go through the list once a week if you can and try one new thing. And if you land on something that you're obsessed with and you're like, I just want to do this one thing every week or every two weeks, you know, that I have the time, then just stick to that. Um, but you won't be able to find that one amazing thing until you've tried a bunch of other things. And even if you know that you have one or two kind of like safety things, I think maybe it could be a good opportunity for you to explore something new. That's probably a good tip for myself because I know that I feel most comfortable in certain settings, but there are other things that I probably would like to try. I just haven't tried them. So take my advice and I'll take my advice too. I would also recommend journaling or reflecting after each date, at least if you can't reflect on the date itself, reflect on how you feel afterwards and, you know, maybe do a compare and contrast before and after. How did you feel? Um, and just keep taking note of that and yeah. Um, so how often should you date yourself, go on date. Uh, I, I would recommend probably once a week if it's possible, you know, once every two weeks, whatever your schedule is, realistically, you have to be real with yourself, as I say. Um, but I would probably recommend once a week. And again, it doesn't have to be like going out for dinner, going out for brunch, like going out and spending money, especially with the economy that we have right now. It's maybe not always the wisest decision, but you can always Netflix and chill at home. Like (laughs) it doesn't always have to be going out. Um. And the easier that you, the easiest option that you give yourself, the most fun that you have, or the thing that is most exciting to you, when you have those on your schedule, you're just going to continue to look forward to doing it more and more. So it's not going to feel like you're really taking or adding anything, you know, crazy onto your schedule, especially if you're very busy and you're nervous about that. Um, work with yourself because at the end of the day, like that's what it is to build a relationship is understanding where you're at and what you are capable of doing, but you know, maybe where you could stretch yourself in positive ways. Um, I also want to say that the more consistent you are, the more that you're just going to look forward to it in general. You're going to be looking forward to that confidence boost. Um you're going to be looking forward to revelations that you have or eye-opening experiences that you have or just like you know maybe you are so busy that that is the only time all week that you have. You're going to want to make it something to look forward to anyways. Okay, how about some examples? I've got some examples for you. Um you can go to the movies or any type of show, like a theater, comedy show. It could be food-related. You could go for coffee or boba or dinner, brunch, happy hour, to any restaurant of any price. You could go to a bookstore. You could spend the entire day journaling in the park. You could paint or spend some time doing art. Whatever art Whatever medium you prefer. You could just go shopping. <laughs> if you need a shopping spree, do that. Uh, check for a local events. See if there's something really unique and fun coming to your town. Go dancing. You can even just play video games. Why not? Those are some examples. You don't have to do any of those. Make your own list. That's just to get you started. <laughs> okay, what about some do's and don'ts? Do's. Do be consistent, do be mindful, do be kind, do go all out when you can. And when I say go all out, I mean dress up, meet the moment where it's at or create the moment, show up for it and mix it up. Don'ts, don't overdo it. It's not about building an obsession. It should be healthy like any other relationship. It's about finding that right amount of attention and honesty. Don't look at it like you're being selfish with your time. You are prioritizing yourself and that is different. Don't make it a chore. It should only be fun. Exclusively. And don't check out. This is supposed to be very specific, intentional time to be present. What about what to expect, especially if you've never gone on a solo date before? Uh, well, you might feel awkward. If you're somebody who never feels awkward, I cannot relate. Um, so this one's for my awkward babes out there. <laughs> it's going to feel awkward at first, but, you know, if you're used to being an awkward person or you're just used to awkwardness anyways, <sighs> just another day, right? So don't let it get too too hard, okay? Uh, You're going to eventually feel like a bad bitch and you're going to realize how cool you are once you get to know all the things like about yourself, all the things that you love, the music that you love, the shows that you love, the ways that you love to spend your time. You're going to get to know that on like a more intimate level and you're going to kind of be obsessed with yourself in a good, healthy way. Okay. I know I just mentioned in a bad way, but hey, like I said, there's a fine line. Um, and you also might expect to be bored or maybe you shouldn't expect to be bored, but it can happen if you're picking the wrong activity. If you're boring the heck out of yourself, then you need to do something more fun and more engaging and something that just like really hits your interests, like into your soul. The thing that makes your inner child just light up, or maybe it's an inner teenager. Who knows? Um. Okay. How about how to make it a habit? Because I keep mentioning this consistency thing. Well, how do, I, how do you make it consistent? Um, basically calendar, reminders and book in advance. Always use that Google calendar. If you can set reminders on it or set phone reminders on whatever devices that you have on a weekly basis. If you have you know specific weekly time that you always know you have you know, Wednesday at six, you're always free, plug something in the calendar. I'd also recommend booking in advance. So you don't really have an excuse to bail out because you already booked it. So like restaurants or bowling or anything like that, that you can book online for reservations, do that in advance. That way you hold yourself to it. Uh, And then the last kind of question i guess looking over this is how do you know if it's working the whole dating yourself thing how do you know if it's worth your time um well if you do it right and you again there is no like right right way but the right way will be the way that works for you (laughs) so when you find that perfect place of building that relationship with yourself um you're gonna know It's working um, by looking through your journal, first of all. that's like, like I said, it's like an easy reference to look back at how you're feeling, how you're thinking, and be able to see actually the progress that you're making or the changes that you're making. And also to be able to hold yourself accountable, most of all. Um, You'll be able to just kind of reflect and look back and think about the experiences that you were not taking advantage of at the start of it and all the things that you have been doing now that you have started to date yourself, how does that make you feel? Um, and then also, this is kind of a fun one, but you can start to track photos of yourself, like take photos, um, maybe every time you go out on a date with yourself, and then just literally watch your confidence and your presence change before your eyes as you swipe through week by week and see all of the different dates that you went on and how your energy just becomes like magnetic. Um, I think the more that you get to know yourself and the more that you live as yourself, most importantly, I think that's kind of like when people become like interesting to watch or interesting to know or, or be around, they kind of have that magnetic energy. And I think the key to that is those people are just true to themselves on a, on a deeper level. More than just like knowing who they are, it's they love who they are and they know who they are on a, you know, deeper, more honest level than anybody else. And they love that about them. So I think maybe that's the key. Confidence. Well, maybe it's a key. Not that we're trying to hack that today. <laughs> but yeah, that's the episode. Um, I'm bad at closing. I don't know if you want me to say anything else. You probably finished your hot girl walk by now. Good for you. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This was fun for me. And I want to see what dates you guys go on. Hit us up on our Instagram. Hit us up on our TikTok. Hit us up, I don't know, wherever that you find us at coconut grove pod or at Katie um ashley is not here but at ashley hansen you can listen to her solo episodes just scroll back and see we've got tons this is episode 45 so there's 44 other episodes you can go back and listen to if you're new i hope you like this one and i hope to see you next week thanks for joining bye-bye